and gives you a sign or a wonder. And the sign of the wonder comes to pass, of which he spoke to you, saying, Let us go after other gods, which you have not known, and let us serve them. You shall not listen to the words of that prophet or that dreamer of dreams. For the Lord your God is testing you to know whether you love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul. You shall walk after the Lord your God and fear him and keep his commandments and obey his voice. You shall serve him and hold fast to him. But that prophet or that dreamer of dreams shall be put to death because he has spoken in order to turn you away from the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt and redeemed you from the house of bondage to entice you from the way in which the Lord your God commanded you to walk. So you shall put away the evil from your midst. Tell you what, Deuteronomy 13 is a powerful and important chapter. If you want to memorize something in Deuteronomy, memorize chapter 13. If a prophet or a dreamer of dreams arises among you and gives you a sign or a wonder, and the sign or the wonder comes true, now if the sign or wonder comes true, it's got to be from God, right? I can't explain it. So it must be from God. But he says, let us go after other gods and let us serve them. So what he does and what he says contradict each other. He does a sign or a wonder and it comes true, but he says go after other gods. What do you do with that? Well, he's very clear about what you do with that. Don't listen to the words of that prophet or that dreamer. The Lord's testing you. So no sign or miracle takes priority over the truth. Words can cancel out the deeds. You know, even if, wow, I don't know how he did that. Boy, that's got to be from God. But what his message is, follow other gods, then you know it's not from God. The ultimate test that trumps all the other tests is the message. We've got to discern with our ears, not just with our eyes. And so when we hear the message that's not according to God's will, no matter how impressive the display may have been, maybe he gives some prophecy that comes true. You know, there are some people in our day who have predicted some things that are pretty incredible. Now, they've usually predicted a lot of things that didn't happen also. But they predict a few things pretty incredible. I mean, back years ago in my childhood, you know, Jean Dixon was in the, you know, January 1st every year, her prophecies. And, and you know, maybe a fourth of them came true. But she, had, you know, she kind of came pretty close to predicting the death of JFK, uh, President Kennedy. And that was pretty incredible. Uh, she may have missed a lot of other stuff, but, you know, you kind of focus on that. Wow, she must have something. Or, you know, some people do some things. In Brazil... Wow, there are all kinds of miraculous things. There's all the spiritist stuff that's really impressive. There's all the Pentecostal stuff that's really impressive. And they do some things that are really hard to explain. Now what their message is, is not the message of God. But they do some really cool things. So what do we do with that? Well, he's very clear. When somebody says, serve other gods. That ought to set off all sorts of fire alarms in our head. You know, we ought to reject that like a healthy body rejects germs. You know, where we say, wait a minute, no. That message is not from God. This miracle or sign wasn't from God either. God lets the devil do, in one way or another, 
lying wonders and signs. I don't believe the devil can ever do equal to God, but he can be misleading. He can do some sleight of hand tricks or whatever. Remember the Egyptian magicians? I don't really know how they did some of what they did. It didn't help a great deal, you know, making some more water into blood or adding a handful more frogs to the supply. Probably wasn't overly useful, but I can't tell you how they did that. Now, eventually, they got to the point they couldn't imitate it, and finally they said, this is the finger of God. But at first, they were actually able to do some things that I have no idea how they could do. But they were Egyptian pagan magicians. You don't listen to them, even if you are impressed by their sign or miracle. And so what he says to do to the prophet or dreamer that's said to worship other gods is to put him to death. He's counseled rebellion. Kill him to purge the evil among you. The object of putting this false teacher to death was not just to punish him, but to preserve the community. You've got to get that evil out of the land. It shows the seriousness of the sin of idolatry, of the, sin, of the false teaching. And so just put him to death. He did a sign or a wonder, it came true, it was persuasive, it was uh, destructive. You don't want to have any part of that. Put him to death. That, that's a really powerful passage, and it should help us. When somebody, everyone, they, they will sometimes do a stunt that you have no explanation for. I don't know how some people do some things. I don't know what to account it to, but I know their message isn't from God. I know they haven't been able to do things equivalent to what Jesus did. It's not like that, but it is pretty impressive. Thoughts and comments? Tim. Um, so what about, you know, Jesus is obviously doing great signs and miracles, um, but ultimately is receiving worship and is <clears throat> accepting the claim to be the Son of God. I mean, um, that, that would seem very contrary uh, you know, to, to worship Jesus, um, worshiping what seems to be a man, very contrary to everything you've read in the, uh, you know, in the law. And so, so how, how does that kind of work together? Well, I would suggest Jesus kept showing that he was the fulfillment of the, what the law was pointing to. He constantly was citing the passages and showing that what he taught was right in line with what God said. Um, and even, you know, he defended on various, in various ways his claim to deity. So I think Jesus showed not just with signs and wonders, though he did some very impressive things that were of a different category, but I think also he shows from the scriptures that he is the fulfillment of the the messianic hope of the Jews. Josh? Jesus didn't claim to be a different God. He claimed to be God. Yes. Yeah, that's a very good point also. Amen. Yes? I think like passages like this, make it clear like the desperation we should have for staying away from temptations. Um, like, don't drink the blood. Like, what's the big deal? Like, is God just trying to micromanage his people? Uh, but that's not the case. And I think a lot of times, unfortunately, we don't see these things till we've already been there and done those, those evil things and been a slave to those things. But uh, maybe one of the reasons why he says don't drink the blood, don't pay attention to, to, to the claims you conquer the people in their culture. Stay away from those things. But prophet doing all these crazy things, like, don't listen to him, what he's saying. Because 
those are things that might be a temptation for us to compromise our allegiance to God. And He's telling us to just stay away from those things. Amen. <coughs> Absolutely. Alright, well we're going to take our break in a moment to go and eat. Um, we'll have a prayer here in a second. I'm going to ask Jason...